Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I hope everyone had a wonderful week. And in this discussion of light and shadow, uh, sometimes just the idea of talking about it can tend to stir things up a little bit. So if you're noticing that, well, you're noticing light and shadow a little bit more consciously, then that is a very normal occurrence of having a discussion and kind of opening up the thought process around that. So um, if you have any questions, I am during the premiere episode of on YouTube, I am in the chat room. So we'll, I'm live there now. So if you'd like to log in and ask questions, or if at any other time, uh, you can message me and there are ways to reach me in the description. And so we can talk a little bit about this because there's this is a huge subject. So we're just kind of skimming the surface of it. So, you know, we've talked about light, shadow, and we've talked about light. Now we're going to talk about how those two integrate and how they each affect things in our daily lives. And uh, one of the key areas that it kind of, you know, creeps into is relationships. So we're going to be talking about the way that light and shadow can impact different parts of your everyday world. And we're going to start off talking about relationships because often I will get a lot of questions about how do you deal? How do I deal with my own light and shadow and deal with the light and shadow of the person I'm in a relationship with, which is an excellent question. It opens up the possibility for communicating in a very profound and important way. And light and shadow don't have to separate people. In fact, it's by understanding your own light and shadow that you can understand someone else's and that way you can actually be able to use those discussions to create a deeper and more profound and closer relationship. So um, when you consider, you know, as we've talked about, light and shadow are both based in choice. And it's what you, the conscious collective you, decides that you want to do about something. You know, if a situation comes up, you have a light side response and a shadow side response. And both of those think that they are the better idea. So, you know, the old visual of like, you know, the little angel, you know, and then the little shadow guy, you know, on the other shoulder and each one is saying, hey, do this, no, do this. So in looking at it from an energetic viewpoint, which energy creates resonance and which creates dissonance? How is it that, I mean, and even if, you know, something may seem to be, it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm answering from a shadow aspect. Well, the question would be why? Why do you think you are? Because you're angry? Well, everybody gets angry. Anger in and of itself is not shadow. It's how that anger is applied. And, you know, let's use an example that your significant other has done something or said something that was hurtful to you. And first reaction is tell them off the first react, you know, and maybe that is the first reaction. It's like, excuse me. 
and you know you tell them about themselves the other reaction would be okay let me think about this for a second and let me come from you know compassion and i'm not going to say anything to them i'm not going to address it i'm just going to hold my space now most would think it's like oh well holding the space and coming from compassion is automatically a light response not necessarily sometimes we need to speak our truth and to not respond if somebody says something hurtful to you you don't have to match their energy but it doesn't mean that you say nothing it means that you might take a breath take a pause and say you know what what you just said is not okay and we need to talk about this because that was hurtful to me and you need to understand that I will not accept you saying something like that to me. Now, what that does is it addresses what the situation is. It addresses what, you know, what you're feeling, but it doesn't let them off the hook. It's not, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to say anything and then have it eating you up inside. So it's not always so clear, but the, source or you know the goal is to look at what your intention is in that moment if your intention is to be hurtful either to someone else or by suppressing what you feel you have every right to say hurting yourself is there a hurt intended in it if there is then that moves it to shadow if telling somebody excuse me no you do not get to talk to me that way that intention is based in clarity. It is, it is based in establishing a boundary. And if the intention behind it is, you know, self-protection and expression of self-love and, you know, just saying, no, that, that is not all right. That would be a light response, even though it is directly confronting the person. So, it's not always that clear. So when in doubt, what is the gut intention? If the gut intention is, I want to be hurtful to that person because they were hurtful to me. Okay. Then that moves it into shadow because what that does is matching hurt for hurt is about creating more dissonance. It is not about creating understanding or resonance. So, just kind of take a look at what the intention is and you know let's say the person had no idea maybe it was a word or an action they had no idea they were being hurtful maybe you know it's like well i was joking or um or whatever so if the case is that that person had no intention to cause harm or no intention to you know create stress to respond from a place of it's like well you didn't may not have intended harm but i do because i want to hurt your feelings because you hurt mine that goes straight shadow if somebody says hey i'm sorry you know if after like hey that was not okay and the person says oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry i i did not mean it i i was being insensitive i'm sorry any pursuit of oh no you're not off the hook yet any pursuit of that 
is going to go into a shadow place. And that is, that is a response of your shadow. That's not a response of theirs because they were not coming from their shadow place. If they did not intend to be hurtful, I mean, honestly didn't intend to be hurtful. Then if you're responding to an unintentional hurt from that place of, well, I'm going to make you pay anyway, then that is a shadow response. If the person, and, and it doesn't require you accepting the apology, you can still go into light and, you know, if the person, oh, hey, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. It was a joke. All of that. You can still be in your light and say, I understand you didn't mean to be hurtful and it still was. And I'm going to need a little bit of time to kind of process through this. And we may need to have a, a discussion about what is and is not funny. You know, you can still hold that space. You don't have to immediately go, okay, they apologize. You know, I have no right to continue to be upset. That is a discussion. That is an evolution of a particular event. So focus on what the intention is, what that person's intention is. And, you know, if you're empathic, you might have a little bit more of a feeling for genuine intention. That being said, it can be really, really difficult to trust empathy when you are actively involved in a relationship with someone. It, it, it just makes it very challenging because, you know, the interpretation, the filter it goes through, goes through differently from someone who's a stranger, someone who you're working with as a healer or practitioner, and someone who you are deeply connected to because the stories get created and and stories are an important part because what happens is it's the story that we create in our minds that is is the deciding factor as to whether or not we're going to go in light in a response or come from our shadow because it's not so much what happened it's the story that gets created around it you know, back to the inconsiderate statement. Somebody says something, and if the story that I create about it is, you know what, it was a stupid joke. It really was a stupid joke, but I know that they really didn't mean to be hurtful, and I need to clear this up, because that really was, that joke was not funny. Or if the story I create is, that person took a dig at me. They always wanted to take a dig at me. They tell me that they, that it doesn't matter or that it's a joke, but I know they're lying because I know that they're, you know, and then it starts, oh, just like everybody else who, you know, picked on me. And then it starts gaining momentum. Shadow loves nothing better than to have a relationship glitch turn into a major issue and then it can start like throwing, it's like throwing logs on a fire. You know, that shadow side is going to say, see, see, and they did this and they did that and they did that. And this is just like what those other people did. And you couldn't respond to them, but you could respond to this one. So the idea that it becomes that place of, okay, now my intention is going to follow the story that I create. Therefore, that is how I determine whether or not I'm going to come from compassion or I'm going to come from, you know, 
fight or flight, and most likely fight. So take a look in the personality types that are in your relationship. And there's a lot of ways that, you know, personalities can be evaluated. And you can take a look at what it is that, you know, it's like, well, you know, sometimes it's opposites that attract. And sometimes, you know, similar personalities, you know, find their way together. It's like, you know, either, you know, the teeth in the cogs where, you know, each section kind of fills the other. And, you know, some people are in relationships that work really well, but they are really very different people. And some, it's like, you know, they are just alike. You know, they finish each other's sentences and, and they think alike and they respond alike. So wherever you are on that spectrum, take a look at the times that there is not a meeting of the mind. You know, it, it's a little bit more difficult to you know, kind of determine light versus shadow when there's not a conflict. Usually it's something that tests that balance that says, okay, we're flipping the coin here. Which way are we going to fall, light or shadow? What is the story that I'm telling? If, you know, it, it's someone who has a lot of issues, a lot of relationship issues, it's going to be a lot easier for that shadow story to come out because, you know, it, it's probably the, the two words that have the worst effect on a relationship are trust issues. The next two words that have the worst effect on a relationship are abandonment issues. And whether they're trust issues or abandonment issues, these can create a negative story every time that automatically tips it into shadow. And I mean, and ultimately it is for that person to work out for themselves. You cannot fix someone's trust issues. You cannot fix someone's abandonment issues. That is a very complex thing. And it's something that they need to work through themselves. They need, I mean, you can support. And if someone is going to just, it's like, well, you know, I have trust issues. I have abandonment issues. And then they act as if they don't trust you or they assume you're going to abandon them. These are the types of things that relationship counseling is very good for. For there to be an ability to find the tools to get past the issues that, I mean, it, the other person is not responsible for it. The person who owns the issue is responsible for it. And if they choose to go into that shadow place of either accusation or, or defensiveness or, or whatever, the other person in it didn't do anything wrong. It's not their fault that someone was hurt. I mean, I, frankly, I can't think of any of us who have not at some point been hurt in a relationship. Does that mean that we have carte blanche to make every single relationship after that, you know, constantly be proven. It's like, no, this person hurt me, but they're not here, but you are. So I'm going to make you prove that, you know, I can trust you. And you're going to have to prove that every single day. That is exhausting. And frankly, that's not a type of relationship that I would consider healthy. If somebody has that aspect where it's like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry you were hurt. And if I didn't do it, I'm not going to, you know, pay the price for this. 
figure it out. Figure out either to accept me for who I am or find someone else. And that's really sad because if you can figure out, you know, first understanding your own shadow, because if somebody is just constantly accusing you or making you prove that, you know, you're a good person or making you prove that you're not going to hurt them, that puts a huge pressure. And what that does is that triggers your stories that send you into shadow going, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. You know, if we're going to get accused, we may as well do something. You know, if we're going to, if we're already going to be assumed guilty, we may as well do something to be guilty about. So it can go into a lot of different directions. And by setting a boundary, good boundaries always support light. Good boundaries that say, I accept you and here are the things that I need in this relationship. I need mutual respect. I need to feel safe. I need to feel heard. And, you know, if that mutual respect piece is not there, if, you know, there's accusations or whatever, the person is taking out their issues onto you, no, that's not okay. If you didn't do the crime, don't do the time. And once again, you can't fix them. You can be as loving as you want. You can be as, as supportive as you want. At some point, something's going to happen. Either you're going to miss a call or you're not going to answer a text or whatever. And if this person is determined to create a story in their mind that goes straight shadow, then there's nothing that you can do. So how can we make these, these elements work for us in a relationship? That's, that's an example about how it can take, go into a bad direction. These elements can also work for a relationship because the idea of understanding first your own, own your own stuff, be aware of your own stuff. If you have trust issues, own the fact that you have trust issues. You don't have to, and I'm not saying that if somebody has genuine trust issues, if they have genuine abandonment issues, I'm not saying you don't have a right to them. You just don't have a right to take them out on someone else. And it means that you have an opportunity once you recognize, okay, this is an issue I have to work on it, to resolve it, to take care of it. You know, it, it's very easy to slide into reactive responses to react as opposed to choose action. And remember, light and shadow is based in choice and it is driven by our stories and it is identified by what our intention is. So, you know, going to a situation where someone says, hey, you know what? I've got trust issues. You could either respond with, well, you know what? Bye, because I don't need that kind of drama. Or you can go into, oh, okay, I'm going to spend the rest of my life and I'm going to prove to you every single day and all the time that you can trust me and I will, I will take every test you give me and I will do my best. And, you know, it's like, okay, those are options. Let me suggest a third. 
saying, you know, recognizing within yourself. I mean, maybe if somebody says it, you go, you know what? Thank you for telling me your truth. And I'm going to kind of process that a little bit. I'm going to, to see how that feels inside of me. And I want to be as honest with you as you've been with me, that it really makes me feel uncomfortable to think that I am going to be, you know, judged based on what someone else did. So let's talk about this, but thank you so much for opening that doorway. And we're going to have, you know, kind of a, a agreement. So we're going to decide how we're going to manage around this if we choose to continue a relationship that, you know, we can create an agreement of honesty between us and that if we have questions, if there's a question of trust, that the other person will bring it to a discussion and say, I felt really uncomfortable when this happened. Now, this may seem like it's it's a lot of work. It isn't. It really isn't. Once you set down the agreements, the agreements take you out of reacting to light or shadow. It brings you to the center. It brings you to the balance point. It brings you to that place in between where you have choice and it's like I could either go totally this way, totally this way, or I could find some place in the middle where I can be in my truth. I can accept this person's truth. I can understand how that feeling could develop and I can be true to myself and appreciate myself and, and respect myself enough to decide, okay, is this something I want to pursue? So make sure that you're checking where it is when reacting to something. Relationships are tremendously complicated. They are constantly evolving. And as each person grows and, and as people connect more intimately, you know, you go into those deeper, deeper, deeper layers. And when you go into those deeper layers, you've got light and shadow. They're waiting for you. What do you choose? Do you choose reaction or do you choose choice? Do you choose to pause and say, okay, what are we really dealing with here? What is my ultimate goal? And how do I feel that the most resonance can be created? I mean, and sometimes the most resonance be, you know, that can be created is to say, you know what? I really don't think we're right for each other. That can actually, that is light to say you don't want to be with someone or you don't feel that it's right to be with them, where becoming codependent and just catering to every whim and, and catering to everything, that is actually shadow. I mean, it, it, it looks happy. It's got a big fake smile, you know, hooked to it. You know, it seems cooperative. It seems to create peace, but it doesn't. It's not being in integrity. Light keeps you in your integrity, even if it's saying something hard. But if you are being honest, see, and that's where, that's the other thing that always goes to light. Authenticity and integrity always trend light. 
they always head you in that direction. Because when you're being authentic with someone, even if you're telling them something they don't want to hear, you're being honest with them. Telling someone something that they want to hear just because it keeps the peace is not light. It is shadow. So just because something seems peaceful doesn't mean it is. And it's important, really, really, really important in a relationship with somebody to be able to be yourself, to be true to yourself because they should love you for you being you, not you being who, you know, you think they want you to be. It's tough. It really is. Do I have all the answers? No. And for me, at this point in my life, my truth is, is that, you know, I prefer being single. And some people may find that, you know, and there are people who have sought relationships and it's like, no, I'm really more comfortable because for me, it would be wrong for me to involve myself with someone and have the other things in my life be more important. If I care about somebody, they, they should come first. And right now my work and, you know, there'll be a time when I have less on my plate. But, you know, the things I do and, and the people I serve and, and all of that would have to take precedence and would have to come first, which is why I don't seek a relationship, because I couldn't honestly say that I will put you first, at least not now. And if someone seeks a relationship with me, I tell them that and I make it clear up front. You know, they're very sweet. They're very nice. And I don't want to see them hurt. I don't want to see them, you know, feel bad or feel abandoned. So look at your shadow. You know, don't be afraid. It's it's not going to bite you. And it will serve whatever intention you put behind it. Look at the stories you create. If something comes up in your relationship, look inward first. Say, okay, this is upsetting me because and give your honest answer as to why that's upsetting you. You know, it's, well, because they were inconsiderate and it made me feel bad. And, you know, and it's like, well, you felt bad, you know, from it because, well, because I felt like I wasn't respected. Well, and being disrespected upsets you because, well, because it makes me worry that maybe, you know, they don't respect me and maybe I don't deserve respect. So what started off is I was upset at their comment. If you work it through becomes I was worried because maybe I didn't feel that I deserved as much respect. Or maybe there's a part of me that's, you know, putting that impression out there. So it becomes, you know, a, a study of ourselves. Our own light and shadow is the best way to figure out how we are going to respond to the world, how easily we get sucked into somebody else's shadow. If somebody else comes up and, you know, just blasts us with that negativity, what is our choice? To match the energy or to be able to go into that place of, okay, 
what is my story around this event? What is my intention in my response? And what is the ultimate goal that I want to achieve? So as we question ourselves, question what it, what it is that the, the inner conversation that we're having with ourselves before it becomes the outer conversation we're having with somebody else. Because if my shadow is talking to your shadow, it's not going to end well. If my light is talking to your light, then yeah, we've got a conversation we can have. Or if we're both in a place of balance, if we can be in that neutral place and just talk about what it is that the event was, not that, you know, you always or you never or bringing in all that other stuff, but just isolating it to this one event, this one experience, and then working it through the whole way by talking about it, by saying, okay, this is what I felt. Well, I didn't mean to make you feel this way. My intention was this. Well, the intention ended up going in this way. How do we resolve this? What can we do to keep this from happening again? So if you're having a difficult time in your relationship, it may just be that the stories that are being created are setting shadow against shadow. Take a breath, contact someone to see about getting some couples therapy, talk to someone you trust and step out of the shadow pit and move yourself into that place of, okay, what are we, what am I really dealing with here? What do I really want? What do I really need? Because as soon as it starts becoming about questions, not stories, it becomes about gaining information. It comes down to clarity. If you can bring clarity in, stories go away. The shadow doesn't have anything to feed on. And that way you can get to your intention about what it is that you do want to achieve. So, good luck with that. It's tricky. It really is. And it takes practice, but you can do this. It's, it's not, it is not so hard once you start practicing it and then it becomes immediate. As soon as a conflict comes up, it immediately goes into that place of, oh, okay, well, let's, let's go into the dialogue. Let's start figuring out, let's gain clarity instead of going with the story that is a very sad story and probably not entirely true. So good luck. If you have any questions about that or anything else from this video or any of the others, uh, please uh, contact me. You can reach me in the description is my uh, Twitter link. Uh, you can join up the Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen Facebook group. And uh, you could also reach me in the comments section. Uh, those of you on Blog Talk Radio can leave a comment there, or please check out the videos. Go over to YouTube and check out the videos. If you like them, if they resonate with you, then you can like the video, uh, you can share the video. If you like, you can subscribe because, you know, it's nice to see more subscribers coming in. And if you would like to support me on a higher level, because I really want to expand this and, you know, have it be a much bigger thing. 
and to share, be able to share this information in a much better way. Then you can support me on Patreon and the link for that is in the description. So thank you for joining me. We'll see you next week. Oh, and I forgot today's my birthday. So, you know, it's interesting to be another year older. And I hope that for those of you maybe who are also having birthdays, I wish you a happy birthday as well. So I'm going to go and spend some time enjoying with family and maybe having some cake and blowing out of candles and making my wish. And I wish a wonderful wish for you, whatever it is that you would like to see in your life. I wish that for you. So until next time, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and class dismissed. I'm going to go get some cake.